0: you have been warned you press play it's too late to stop. stop get ready to podcast all
1: right there welcome to another edition of vegas bad boys of podcasting i'm djf back here we got all the vegas bad boys here Matt, michael Simpson, steve and simon street good to be with you excuse my uh my voice i very hoarse this weekend but um i'm here with you still and um this is our three count got three good topics for you we're gonna talk about make sure if you're watching us live um youtube facebook twitch throw your comments in the box we'll try to get it in as we see fit and if you're just a person that just likes downloading the podcast and listening to us thank you absolutely appreciate you and continue to do that for us all right so this is three count let's get it going it's time Is Bad Boys of Podcasting present. one, two, three? Count talk. <laughs> Count talk, baby. All right, so let's uh let's get to our first one here. One. And this one is Dax Hardwood accuses AEW Star of complaining to the dirt sheets. And this is on ringsidenews.com. So how this reads a little bit is that um, that Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler have earned a reputation as one of the most accomplished tag teams in the past decade in professional wrestling. Their legacy is nothing short of extraordinary. However, after enduring a demanding schedule in 2022, FTR made the decision to take a break from the sport. They also came back to AEW recently and will have a big match soon. That said, it seems Harwood has accused an AEW star of running and complaining to the dirt sheets. Now, on a December 2022 episode of of the FTR with Dax podcast, former AEW World Tag Team Champion Dax Harwood spoke about the situation between AEW and CM Punk following the incidents surrounding the All Out 2022 pay-per-view. Now, Hartwood expressed his hope that Punk would return to the company and work with the Elite again after their backstage fight at the event. However, following the premiere of the episode, rumors began to circulate that some AEW locker room members were unhappy with Hartwood's comment. Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer reported on the alleged discontent among the wrestlers. Now, on the latest episode of FTR, Hartwood addressed the claims and explained that one individual in the locker room was responsible for running to the dirt sheets with the story. Hartwood stated that he knew for a fact who the individual was and they had done it but he asked fans to make their own assumptions on who it might be. Now, Dax Hardwood emphasized that his, quote, complaining, end quote, was coming from a place of passion for professional wrestling and a desire to see FTR be the best it can be. He hoped that fans would appreciate that, he said on the podcast, or simply fast forward through it. Um, and it is by saying the exciting news of a career versus title match between the newly returned FTR and the Guns have definitely piqued in the interest of many Now, many fans are wondering whether FTR's next step will take them. Regardless, we'll likely have a banger of a match when it's all said and done. Sin City, Steve, this was your um, article here. What was your take on this? So
2: the thing is, it it, it blows my mind how it's now canon and storyline that people are unhappy with the company that they work for. And they've brought those grievances and things that should have been held privately, uh, to the forefront. So now everyone knows that there are these issues with AEW. Um, even if you're just a, a filthy casual and you know, you only watch the product, you're not a smart fan, quote
1: unquote. Right. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: th- you now see that there are people that are unhappy at their job and Why? Why do you bring this out? in, in, I mean, Darby Allen uh, talked about this specifically in a promo two weeks ago Um, in in the world title picture that people are unhappy with backstage dealings, unhappy with how things are being run in AEW or unhappy with their individual circumstance. Mm -hmm. Why is this a storyline in a company? This does nothing but devalue the brand, devalue the company, and it makes everybody involved look fucking petty. It's ridiculous. And this type of shit needs to stop. Yeah. That's my take on it. Wow. No matter who it is, it yeah. needs to stop.
1: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Hot. Woo. Hey. Well, I go. am Peppa Sin City. Let, let me go right over the U.S. side of the street. When you, when you read about this, what was your take, man?
3: Well, definitely, whatever's happening in the family needs to stay in the family. Keep it behind closed doors. I mean, it is kind of sloppy. However, we have talked about this kind of shit, and it is one of the ongoing problems that happens at AEW. And I'm not going to shy away from a little bit of criticism and give some feedback. Bruh, at the end of the day, if your cabinet is littered with this organization, you will have these type of things that will happen. You need to be able to get your shit in order, get your cabinet in order, Mr. Khan. Instead of focusing on Friday when you set the record straight, you need to make sure that all that's in your cabinet is set in place and able to do the job that you pay them quite generously. So with that in mind, well, we already know FTR going to be going against the guns. And if they lose, they out of AEW. Could Mm -hmm. a little bit of real life make sense of what's going to happen? We'll find out.
0: Interesting. man, Michaels, what's your what's your take? Uh You know, what's really interesting is that in this whole article, there was no speculation of who the source was, which I found very intriguing considering Bertreat's love just saying, oh, it was so-and-so, like speculation. So it's kind of meaning that it, it's a little bit more serious, I think, that there's protection going on on who this possible source is. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, you're right. It's it's their job, right? What are you doing? You're you're at work and you're bad mouthing your work on your side job essentially, which makes no sense at all. So, exactly. um, you know, it's it's just crazy uh, to think that. <laughs> that these guys might be out the door and yet <laughs> like yeah. uh, uh, there's also speculation that they might have signed an extension <laughs> <And> so <laughs> it's just mind-boggling like uh it just it's just crazy and uh but a fascinating thing that again you'll never hear about this in the WWE, right? Because everything is so controlled through a filter that you can't say something like that without getting repercussions. And here it's just like, yeah, we could say it. (laughs) Tony's not going to do anything. What is he going to do? Send us home?
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's like having your best friend send you home. You'd be like, okay, you was kidding, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous.
1: Wow. All right. Let's uh, move right over into our uh, our count two. And that one is WWE four-time world champion officially leaves after Triple H doesn't renew his deal. And this is from GiveMeSport.com. So let's uh, go over here and see what it talks about. Here we go. It says... Triple H has let Goldberg leave WWE after opting not to renew his contract. Fightful Select is reporting that Goldberg officially became a free agent at the end of 2022, with Triple H outright not offering him a new deal. It's now entirely possible that Goldberg could go and join AEW, given that it's rumored that Tony Khan wanted to sign him back in 2019. Now, Goldberg uh, returned to WWE in 2017, 16, I'm sorry, and since then has been one of Vince McMahon's trusted part-time, part-timers, time part usually brought in for big matches at major shows. However, has not, he has not been, he has, boy, the writers, <laughs> the writers don't self-check themselves on here. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, however, he, let me throw the word he on there because they didn't do that, has not been used since Triple H became chief content officer in July 2022 and wrestling this only match last year against Roman Reigns in the Elimination Chamber. And now Fightful Select is reporting that Triple H opted not to even offer Goldberg a new deal with his contract expire at the end of the year via wrestling talk. And again, Goldberg isn't the only Hall of Famer whose contracts have expired recently. The Bella Twins also announcing last week that they left WWE with their deals coming to an end. All right. Mr. Simon Street, this was yours. What was your take?
3: Well, first and foremost, I've always been the number one person on this show that's always said that Goldberg's been overrated even back in WCW. I'm not saying he's horrible, but I'm saying he's definitely overrated. It's because his inception was overrated. Just like the number of undefeated streaks in WWE, WCW was buffed at best let's just be honest there. But not just talking about the past, let's just be honest here. Goldberg is old Berg. And even before his second iteration into the WWE, he was quite forgettable. Let's be Hmm. honest here. When we look at Goldberg, we love the entrance and the music and the streaming curtain of pyro that rains down upon his head more than we actually like his in ring. Let's be real. Let's call a spade a spade, and when a spade is, uh, is, is old, you get another one, okay? WWE is in the business of gardening. Gardening is progressive, and you need to make sure you put in new crop. I'm sorry, bud. The last thing that I will do is agree with Goldberg being relevant and being today. That is why it's okay if he ends up going to all elderly wrestling. I'm okay with that. I think it'll be great, you know, because here's the thing. No disrespect towards AEW. But AEW has a great continuation of living plan for elder wrestlers. You can be a mentor. Hell, you could take QT Marshall's job. Tired of seeing his punk ass on TV. Let Goldberg be in there. Oh, that's right. Goldberg can't talk. So therefore, QT Marshall is a little bit better at something than Goldberg. <laughs> I don't feel too shits and sorry about it. I'll probably get flack for it. But you know what? Hey, it's WrestleMania weekend, baby. you either going to rock out with the guns and shoot as you please or shut the fuck up and get on your knees. That's oh it.
1: my God! Oh, look at you. All right, you came prepared. All right, let me jump over uh, to you. Um, Matt Michaels, Goldberg <laughs> contract not uh, resign. What's your take?
0: My take is I think the Bell is not resigning is bigger news. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> the Garcias.
0: Yeah, exactly. The Garcias. Well, first of all, they can go join their brother Daniel Garcia. Right. Huh? There we go. (laughs) Already a tie in. Okay. Number two, uh, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan works for AEW already. So uh, I can see, you know, uh, they can bring Birdie into an angle and, you know, do things with them. I think that is more potential news because they are business women and everything is, uh, you know, all about exposure with them. With Goldberg, it's like, so what? He comes in and wrestles Sting. Big deal. Sting's 64. He's 57. Bring in Hogan. Bring in Flair. You have a fatal four-way right there. That I mean, why? 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 It's not worth it. it, it but we'll see. You know, Tony Khan, you never know. You know, <laughs> he might show up one day. He might show up. And Steve... I'm sorry if he does, because
3: you're going to not be happy. All I know is whatever Tony Khan is on, I need to give it to Hulk Hogan so he can feel his legs again.
1: All right. <laughs> Let me go over to you, Mr. Uh, Sin City Steve. Is uh AW ready to sign him, or uh the Triple H just made a mistake here? What's going on? Speaking
2: for the all elite wrestling delegation, we humbly decline. (laughs) Uh
3: (laughs) Your trade has been denied.
2: (laughs) In in all seriousness, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I'm not going to rail on Goldberg as much as what everyone else has. The fact is there were new fans to the wrestling business that came in and started watching wrestling because of Goldberg. Or their fandom was taken to a different level because of Goldberg. Um, so he definitely has a lasting impression on this business permanently. However, he does need to stay in the past in this business. Um, he he should not be taking a a main roster spot um, from anybody on any brand. Um, and I, you know, that's that's with all due respect to Goldberg, um, but realistically, at, at the end of the day, Street, you mentioned it—they're in the gardening business in WWE. I think all professional wrestling organizations should be—they should be cultivating what's coming next, um, and not who's next. Uh, so the fact is, yeah, Goldberg, thank you for your your contributions to the business now if you would just politely step to the side
3: hey impact do we have music for that we should have music for that and we should let like like matt michaels say a eulogy for their in-ring competitive i, I think we should do it for a show
2: that took a damn turn.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not that they're dead i just mean their career Eulogizing is dead in the over. ring <laughs> Oh my you God. You know what? Let, let me set up for Goldberg, him my ass up one day at a WrestleMania at a city near you one day. That
1: is possible. Let's go over to Count Three. three! And this one is actually WrestleMania weekend that's coming up. Let's not forget that, fellas. 2022, 2023. Sorry, full schedule and map. So the reality is that there is going to be a lot of wrestling going on in the LA area. I mean if you were to look and I think I put the website there, voicesofwrestling.com, if you were to go there, you would see that there are just just tons of um, of wrestling that's going on um, just events and I'm just kind of scrolling down here. I mean, just a lot of your a uh, lot of indie shows, a lot of indie wrestlers A lot of names you're familiar with, some you may not, but, man, this is great. Uh, This is usually the time during the year that, yes, everybody wants to see the big show, but you also want to come out and support uh, a lot of the guys who you don't necessarily get to see a lot. And, um, you know, some of these people at the shows could actually be, uh, hey, the next Star. No matter if it's on uh, WWE TV, it could be on AEW, it could be on Impact, um, where there are televised TV shows. So um, let me go. This was yours, Matt Michaels. What was your take when you looked at this uh, this schedule of events happening in Los Angeles? And um, you know, what grabbed your attention?
0: Well, one of the things that grabbed my attention first and foremost is um, just. The amount of shows uh, in itself, right? Um, And remember, if you are a wrestler or if you're a fan, L.A. is horrible to travel in, okay? The traffic and everything. So please, um, you know, take into consideration the time it takes to get from one venue to the other, okay? Uh, But the honest truth there is, man, what a bunch of great names that you get an opportunity if you can't see them on one show. You can see him on another show. Uh, Chris Bay is wrestling. Uh, Greg Sharp's wrestling. Um, Mike uh, Rain is going to be on. Uh, you're going to see uh, Kid Bandit. Um, there's some wonderful, um, just wonderful, uh, you know, um, just a, a lot of good matches. Uh, I, I was just looking at this. We got, like, oh, Santino Brothers. Uh, they're doing uh, the championship match. We got Che Guevara versus Willie Mack, which is going to be crazy. Inner City Championship, Delilah Doom versus Heather Monroe versus Johnny Robbie. Kid Bandit versus Eli Everfive. Bad Dude Tito versus Mac Vandergriff. I mean, this is just one show. So, the, the most important thing here is that with independent wrestling um, and WrestleMania especially, this is great. Um, this is... Something that you have to just you have to love this business enough to love the passion of the performers and the independent fans are amazing. Um and this whole weekend is gonna be great. So um please uh just check it out, go to as many shows as possible, support uh you know yeah, places like GCW. Um
1: and speaking of GCW, uh, Sin City Steve, you have just been known when big events come into town and there are smaller promotions throwing events, GCW, uh, I mean, they have a nice following. So um, you go to that event, you go to other events, just kind of tell like how the importance and what, what do you what do you get out of going in such events like that um, during that particular weekend?
2: So the thing that's really cool is being able to see the future of the business, but also being able to see people that may have stepped away from the biggest stage and are trying to reinvent themselves. Um, It was just a few short years ago where I went to a WrestleCon Super Show, and I just so happened to see, uh, you know, that one guy from Scotland, uh, Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, He had just gotten, uh, you know, fired from WWE, uh, he went back to the Indies, worked on his body, built himself back up, and started from the bottom, taking indie bookings. Dude was working on a WrestleMania weekend on a uh, on a, a star studded uh, WrestleCon super show, and then next thing I, next thing you know, he's back on the main roster, main eventing, holding the WWE World Title. Dude, it, it, it's really an amazing thing being able to follow these careers. But I implore you. If you are in Los Angeles or will be on Thursday night, GCW will be having Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 9. <laughs> Impact. Yeah. I know I know you got to order this yourself. You got Kota Ibushi and Mike Bailey. Oh. That's wow. a match right there. I know that you're signed, sealed, and delivered for that one.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: but, I mean, you're going to get these matches that you wouldn't ever think of having. Yep um people like davey boy smith jr versus jr kratos um yeah. you know it, it's it's awesome getting all of these people together it's yeah. it's literally like the multiverse sure. and you're able to take advantage of it and yeah i i yeah. i recommend everybody do it up for a mania at least one time and go to all the indie shows it's a blast
1: I mean, Simon Street, listen, man, you have been to uh, indie shows before. And I mean, sure and definitely during big events, mania or maybe SummerSlam or whatever. Just how important it, it is to 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 go to one of these shows and, and check out matches. Well,
3: it's not even just that. You know, I talked about in another show about geeking myself up for WrestleMania. And and, and that's more of a uh, a different culture swing for me. Because I want to be able to immerse myself as much as I can into a WrestleMania weekend. Now, if I were to go to L.A., I would want to go there, get there on Tuesday, take in L.A., try not to catch no charges and be allergic to handcuffs. (laughs) But if I make it to Wednesday, I'm going to hit a couple of shows. Thursday, I'm going to hit a couple of shows and your boy is getting tanked up, ready to go. I'm out there in the streets with the rest of the wrestling geeks. We hooping and hollering, getting ready for the weekend. Friday hit. We probably half awake because we was drunk from Thursday night. We still taking in shows, getting together with that wrestling community. You know what we about, right? And then we all piped up. We on cloud nine and we selling right into night number one. Then we going into night number two. I'm painting that picture, y'all, because that's what it's like being a wrestling fan. This is really like the Woodstock of wrestling. And a big part of that is these indie events, man. Don't let the name sway you. Indie events, as Sin City said, you get to see the future up close. And also too, man, you take it in the culture. You know what I'm saying? Bring a guest with you. There's been opportunities. I know we've all brought a guest with us and mm-hmm. they are not really were 100% familiar or maybe they're fan they're friends, you know, fan way are their fans. And they like, damn, this is wrestling's like this? Just try it, y'all. Next yeah. WrestleMania, really? wherever it's at, if it's not in Minnesota, I will go. <laughs> 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 I don't know what to say.
0: Really quick, really quick. Uh, Arcade Mania being put on by our friend PJ Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Morrison, Chavo, Hoovitude, Chris Masters, Carlito, all playing video games against fans. So that's taking place on uh, March 29th at uh, 8 p.m. So get involved in that. That's going to be really cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And just to show you the importance of these shows, every now and then, you may actually catch a superstar of some sort from one Mm -hmm. of the big promotions show up. Not necessarily to perform, but just to be uh, there, just to show that they are interested in seeing what others are doing in the business. So you just never know. If if someone could just kind of come in and just check it out, it's definitely worth it for you if as a fan of wrestling to do the same as well. All right, guys, that is our our uh, three count. And uh, let me ring that bell and make it official here. All right. And so, Lucky you, we're going to give our final thoughts And we're going to end this show But uh, for for y'all who are hanging out with us tonight We're going to be doing a couple more recordings Because next week is Wrestlemania And some of us will be at Wrestlemania And, and others will be at home watching Wrestlemania No matter what, we're not going to be live on air next week So we're going to do some Wrestlemania uh, predictions coming up So if you're watching us uh, now Make sure again, like I said before Make sure you are following us. So when you get that notification, you can hop right back on and you can hear our predictions for WrestleMania. It's not going to be long, it's going to be a half an hour show. And then we have another show right after that. We're just going to give a couple of our uh, thoughts and memories of WrestleMania. So, all fun and good. Guarantee we have you in bed within an hour. Okay. <laughs> uh, with that though, um, thanks again for hanging out with us. Uh, this is for this week's show. This airs on. This will be uh, aired on Tuesday, or I should say, uh, down, available for download on Tuesday. And we always appreciate you for uh, for downloading the podcast. All right. That's my thought. But let me go over to Simon Street. What you want to tell the good people out here?
3: Look, y'all, you already know what it is. If you're a fan, you're getting ready. And as I've used the phrase again, we getting geeked up on the road to WrestleMania. But truth be told, if you traveling out in the L.A. area, please keep yourself safe. Don't try to rush at the last minute because that traffic is the pits and you will be at a pit stop where you are only going three miles an hour. So please keep yourself cool. Make sure you're in a nice rental car and you had enough people in the car that could contribute the gas money, laughs and giggles and all that shit. Uh, if you're going to shit, maybe take a shit before you get stuck in the traffic. But you get my point, y'all. Have a good one.
1: Sin city steve
3: thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight thank you for liking
2: sharing subscribing doing everything that you guys do we appreciate each and every one of you special thank you to all the brave men and women serving this country whether you're doing that on lands foreign or domestic thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. Perfect.
0: Mr. Matt Michaels. A special shout-out to a superhero out there. Thank you for tuning in, Don, and uh, I hope you uh, enjoyed seeing us.
1: Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, y'all thanks again we'll uh we'll do it again we uh we'll be back live in a few seconds but for all you people we're gonna wait for her <laughs> the following following week we'll be back live there until then happy wrestlemania happy wrestling and uh we'll see you